0: Welcome to the Cut Life Podcast. It's Tahira Joy, your host, and we are back. Big Med, our producer in the building, is always telling me what to do, Uh (laughs) even though Libras don't like to be told what to do. Uh But anyway, um, I have someone that is near and dear to my heart on the line. You know, we talk to a lot of celebrity stylists, but he is just... His persona, if you ever get to meet him, if you see that smile, you know it when you see it. Mr. Larry Sims, how are you?
1: Ah, you so sweet. <laughs> thank you,
0: beautiful.
1: Thank you for having me. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it.
0: No, thank you for being here. I know that you just got out off of a shoot, so you've yes. had a long day, constantly grinding, constantly working. I'm, I always have to find out what your... um. what what coast you're on, because I never know. I'm like, okay, are you on Eastern time? Are you on Pacific time? Like, where are you in the world? Because you're traveling constantly.
1: Exactly. I'm actually in rainy. It's usually sunny California, but we've been having, like, tumultuous rainstorms. So I'm riding around um, in in Cali, and and it's raining out. But, um, yeah, I do travel a lot. I'll be in Atlanta, as a matter of fact, next week. ...for um, a project that me and you are working on together, which I'm excited about.
0: Yes, we can talk about that. The Smooth and Shine um, a new product launch in Atlanta. Yes. And they'll, we'll be on the panel with some other esteemed guests as well as the Hair Fashion Show. I'm excited yes. about that.
1: Yeah, I'm so glad that you teamed up with us. I'm excited about the new launch that Smooth and Shine has under their belt. The new technologies, the new packaging... It all looks really amazing, and I'm really excited to be a part of it.
0: And you have been an ambassador for the brand for how long? We
1: are in our 11th year, believe it or not.
0: That's amazing.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. You don't have those sort of, um, you know, spokesperson deals every day. And the fact that we actually um, have been in business for as long as we have really just speaks volumes for the brand and also, I guess, me as a professional and representing the brand um, in uh, a a sort of appropriate way, I guess.
0: Not I guess. It's a fact. (laughs) It's a fact. (laughs) (laughs) Let's keep it real. It's a fact. And that is a Uh, long time to be associated with a brand and to be representing the brand on such a high level that you do. Can you speak a little bit about... Um, how you maintain longevity, not only with brands, with your clients we'll get into in a moment, but just even as a stylist working with a brand that has corporate people that they're dealing with, a corporate structure, and you're in a creative environment, and how you have maintained the longevity of this relationship.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think it's across the board. Um, One word that I can just think of regarding sponsorship. Um, being a spokesperson, having deals with people, having clients. is consistency. You have to just be, for me, I've just always um, worked hard to stay consistent, consistent in a lot of things on a lot of levels, consistent in terms of um, knowing what's hot and what's relevant and what's current, um, consistent in my creative, consistent in my professionalism, consistent in how I present myself so that people are um, consistently interested to have me around. So, you know, it, it's, it's worked out for me, and I'm really excited and, and, and proud of myself for, for that, you know,
0: alone. Well, you should be because you are consistently slaying. I think that yeah. <laughs> you, when I'm on your Instagram stalking, because, you know, we always have to look for the hot pics to post to the Cut Life and just inspired by, you know, your creativity and the people that you work with. We can run down the list, Gabrielle Union, Sanaa Lathan, Mary J. Blige. Um, I saw that Hot Ponytail you did on Alexandra Ship. I love it. Yeah. And she just had yeah. like a big chop. Was it a year ago or something like that? Maybe a year or two ago? And so to see her yeah, with the long hair again was really cute.
1: Yeah, she had a really big chop because Alexandra Ship. for everybody that doesn't know who she is, she played Aaliyah and um, she also played Storm. She plays the young Storm in all of the X-Men movies. And a part of the signing up for the character was she needed to shave her head. And she had luscious, gorgeous, curly, natural locks um, of beautiful hair. And um, she basically just chopped it off for... The, the role of Storm, I, I think anybody would have chopped it off to be able to have the opportunity to play Storm. In. And, Absolutely. You know, a year and some, right. Years and some change later, we um, have grown it out. And yeah, it's been good to be able to um, play with a little bit of length on her again. She has a new movie coming out um, called Love, Simon, which is what we were promoting. And um, she already shot another X-Man that's in the can. It's coming out, I believe, this summer. So, yeah, Alex is doing her
0: thing. Well, it goes to show how hair can also be a part of keeping you working because I would sure shave mine, too, if they wanted to make me a superhero. I'm here for it. <laughs> no, <that's right. laughs> and we have another um, big chop that literally broke the Internet. You cut off Sanaa Lathan's hair for her movie Napoli Ever After coming to Netflix. And yes. people were obviously not expecting that because they're like seeing all the different looks that you're teasing here and there. And then one day it's like big chop, boom. And we're like, wait a minute, what, what, what happened? What happened? And she looked absolutely, well, looks absolutely stunning. Like that face. I mean, everything is amazing. So tell us what you can tell us about that process. Did you know before filming started that this was going to be, that this was going to happen? Is this something that she decided to do while you were in the process of making the film? Like, what's the little backstory on that cut?
1: Yeah, so for a lot of people that don't know, um, Natalie Ever After was a book um, that has been around for a very long time. Uh, the, the talks of it becoming a movie has been around for a very long time as well. Halle Berry was originally signed up to do it. The, the movie was never made. Sanaa signed up to do it, and when they baited me on it, they told me about the history of the story. I knew specifically about the black woman's hair journey, and, and I don't want to give too much of it away, um, and, and how it all unfolds in terms of um, what Sana's character, Violet, um, what her journey has been with, with, with her hair story. But Sanaa definitely knew that cutting her hair, shaving her head would be a part of really becoming this character and allowing herself to um, to sort of really dive into and realistically live sort of emotionally what this character um, went through. And I can't wait for the world to see it. You know, we we talked about a couple of different options. We talked about doing the ball cat. We talked about um, actually cheating it so that she actually didn't shave her head. Um, and you know, it's just such a powerful. I just actually saw um, a cut of the movie just for my eyes, just to make sure everything looks really amazing. And I, just so emotional, so strong, so meaningful. It's so impactful. So many women. Not just black women, but women in general are really going to be able to, the story is going to resonate with them. And, um, you know, she committed to it and she killed it. And I think it just took her to another level in terms of her acting and her commitment to the art of acting. And I'm just really happy to be a part of it. It's my first film and it's a film all about hair. And um, I'm really excited for the world to see what, what what we created in it. It's a really beautiful piece of art that will be around for forever.
0: Absolutely. I didn't realize this was your first film. Why yeah. am I thinking this is like film 20? But that's what happens when you have that type of impact on people. I'm like, no, Larry's done like 100 films. What are you talking about? <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. Usually I don't like the hours that films, you know, the commitment of, of all of the hours that you have to work for, uh, for films, um, especially because uh, creatively it. it, it really doesn't lend itself to unless you plan unless you're working on super like over the top character sort of or time pieces um you know but I, I've been able to work on this film and it really just opened my eyes in terms of what creatively could be um accomplished when when doing something that is so specific and it's such a niche in terms of telling the story of a black woman's hair journey so I feel really lucky and honored. There are a lot of people that I admire that were up for um the job, Kim Kimball, was thrown in the pot. Kaya Wright was thrown in the pot. And um, the job landed in my lap. So I'm just really, really happy to, to be a part of it.
0: Well deserved, Larry. You know, the look's awesome. And I love seeing the grow out of her um, shaved head to now a little TWA action going on with her little curls. It looks really mm-hmm. cute. I'm sure she's mm-hmm. feeling it, too, because sometimes you don't know. How you're going, how a look is going to transform you until you actually do it. And there are so many women that want to cut their hair, maybe not as extreme, but they want to try a bob or they want to try a pixie cut and they're just scared to do it. But then, I remember when I cut my hair, I was like, oh, I'm stealing this little Rihanna cut. And I turned into a whole new person. and I was like, yeah. oh, I'm keeping this look. <laughs> that sass came out real quick.
1: <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And your hair looks great. You always look amazing. Like... You're sexy, you're dope, you're stylish. That's why people follow you and the cut life like they do.
0: Thank you so much. I'm like, now that the cut life is here, I can't go outside and not represent. And people are like, your hair always looks done. I'm like, yeah, because I don't walk out the house when it's not done. That's why. (laughs) Right. I'm like, "Um, let me put on my little leather cap and keep it moving. (laughs)
1: Exactly. Exactly. I
0: love it. So since you have done your first film and everyone should know that um, you work with um, Gabrielle Union for years on being Mary Jane. Um, What are some of the key differences or any preferences that you have with TV versus film? And is there any difference in your process or is it similar working on both types of mediums?
1: Well, the thing about a show like being Mary Jane is that you never know where it's going to end. Um, when you're dealing with a movie, there's a beginning and there's an end, and you sort of know the story that you really want to tell. Gabrielle played a news anchor in being Mary Jane, and we could only press the button so far as far as what's accepted for black news anchors realistically in our world outside of television and film. So we really only were able to play with Certainly specifically, but we were able to like kind of like over the five year season that we had and the, the two hour special that a lot of people are going to see. You get to see the evolution of Mary Jane and how she went from long weaves to, you know, chopping it off to, you know, bobs to, you know, um, embracing her natural texture, and, and curl pattern, So you, we really did want to be able to show you what a black woman news anchor sort of like went through that tie-in. Um, so that was really cool. And then with Sana, you know, it was really just us playing with just so many different looks. We went through anything that you could probably think of that a, that a woman um, would want to do with her hair, from blonde to curly to weave to short and natural, and, and you know, it, it was all really cool. And the great thing about both of those projects is that they're both really good friends of mine. Gabrielle is absolutely one of my best friends, and Sanaa, so we're really close as well. So it, it really felt like we were basically at work playing. I was at work playing with friends, and, um, you know, for that, I don't think I could ever do it any other way. I don't think I could ever be on a television set or uh, or doing a film with people I just met I just you know it just was a such a special experience for both of them both separately um that that you know it's hard to top
0: i think i love that and you can see like the how organic the relationships are with you and your clients like i'll look at your ig story and i mean obviously we've sat down to dinner and we've had a little time in new york and you just yeah. want more larry like once you're around yeah. larry you want larry all the time <laughs> the, the personality the aura your spirit is so magnetic Um, But you mentioned something about Gabrielle Union, and and it made me think of her more textured looks that you've ushered her into um, Mm -hmm. over the past year with um, red carpet appearances and photo shoots, and Mm -hmm. you do a lot of magazine covers. You know, we see those covers on your page all of the time. And so tell me a bit about, you know... The freedom with the creativity that you have with your clients when they're doing something that's not, you know, isolated within a film or television project. And it's like, okay, well, you have an event coming up and you can play with different things because... When I saw Miss Gabrielle Union rocking those, like, natural ponytails and different looks with the curls, I fell in love, and I had never seen those looks on her. I'm always used to the straighter hair or, like, the, you know, body wave type look, but this was something different, and I thought you killed it on her. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Yeah, Gabrielle and I partnered up with um, her product line that she has now also. It launched— um, a year before I became a part of it, but now hey, I am. Flawless hair, of it. <laughs> flawless hair, yeah, flawless, flawless hair day. Flawless I love their
0: edge hair. control. Oh my god, I'm addicted.
1: It's, it's real good. I'm telling you, it's amazing products again. Great technologies, great ingredients, um, beautiful packaging. Something that she really worked hard on. Um, for women that have natural textures. So we really wanted to make sure that we were setting an example in terms of what we wanted the consumer to see as a result of using those products, which is why, you know, on her off time or on her Gabrielle Union time, not Mary Jane time, we really specifically and purposefully wanted to create styles that exemplify, you know, natural hair textures, curlier, kinkier hair textures. And it's worked and it's been really great in terms of the response that we've been getting. And I think that really, like she would prefer, I mean, at this point, you know, we would always do protective styles before she came out with her product line and we would do wigs and weaves because we would always want to preserve her natural hair from excessive amounts of heat. But once the product line Flawless came about, We're like, absolutely, it's time to really rock natural styles and rock natural curly hair and really show these women what types of looks they can really create with using flawless products and really embracing their natural textures. So that's what
0: we've done. Well, yes, you executed it at the highest level. And I was excited when I saw it because I just love people to step outside of their comfort zones. And even if you don't love it, I'm like, you have to try something different once in a while. And I love changing my hair. And sometimes people have their signature look. But every once in a while, you have to step outside of that comfort zone. But it seems that she's definitely embracing it and rocking it, like, on vacation and in her downtime. So I love it. Yeah. And We've done
1: everything from braids and, I mean, pieces, natural pieces, her own natural. Like, we've just, just really embraced it, you know? And I think another thing that you have to instill, sort of like in your clients, is, is that trust relationship. Like, you know, my girls, they sit in the chairs and not trusted me to really bring this movie to life. And Gabrielle, trust me, you know, in terms of like our covers and our photo shoots and Mary Jane, like, and, and that's where it all began. That trust is everything.
0: So we've talked about brand endorsements, working with celebrity clients in TV and film. But let's talk about Mary J. Blige and working as a stylist on tour, because I don't know how many people know that you were actually a dancer before you were a hairstylist. Yeah. And I then, was. so tell us a bit about that story, how that um, initial career turned into the Larry Sims that we know to this day.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. A lot of people that know me as this hairstylist guy don't really know me as Larry the dancer. And it was funny when I was transitioning, people were like, You're about to do what? Yes. <laughs> <I> mean, no, <laughs> none of my friends, some of my peers, not, a lot of people didn't really get it or understand why I would leave my dance career sort of at the height of my career. But I did it for 10 plus years. I I worked with so many beautiful, dope people. Missy Elliott was one of the people that hired me the most. She became not only my boss, but one of my closest friends and my sister. And, you know, she was the one also who gave me my first cover to style hair. I, I would like play with her hair and style her hair when we would be on the road touring and, you know, she put me on a couple of covers and one thing led to another, you know, and I, I decided to take it on full time. And I was after, like I said, 10 plus years of dancing. I had a full career. I did dance in Stomp the Yard, I danced in Dreamgirls, um, countless music videos, countless tours, and, That's when I met Miss—I mean, I met—that's when I met Mary as well when I was a dancer. I met Queen Latifah when I was a dancer. I met Gabrielle when I—in Union when I was a dancer, dancer for the group Black, and she did Bring It On with them. So I had all of these celebrities that knew me, and the business and entertainment as well, that embraced me and knew me as a performer and as a dancer. And when I went off to school, I checked out for a year and um, went to Pivot Point International, the Harvard of Hair in Chicago, so many great people have graduated from that school. And um, I eventually moved back to L.A. And I had to hustle for a while because I had to start from the ground up. And people that really rock with me, like Latifa, she was one of the first people to put me on. Um, back when I don't know when people remember when she cut her hair, I cut her hair into this, like, asymmetrical sort of thing when we were promoting The Secret Life of Bees. She had always been known for rocking long hair. Gabrielle remembered me from Dancing with Black, you know, and was like, oh, he's doing this now? Let me give him the opportunity, you know? uh, Mary, the same way. She saw me with Queen Latifah one day, and she was like, Larry, you're doing what? Let me give you the opportunity. And it's one thing to get the opportunity, but it's another thing to to seal the deal on the opportunity and get called back over and over again. And thank God I got called back over and over again. I, you know, I, I was assisting also and carrying people's bags. I wanted to be around the best in the business. And, you know, I hear this by the name of Ken Pavis, the great Ken Pavis. Yes, who, yes. <laughs> who um, is an icon in the industry, brought me on. I assisted him for a while. He wasn't available to do Victoria Beckham one day, and sent me, and bam, I ended up running around with her and David Beckham for a couple of years with the Spice Girls on their reunion tours during the era of the Bob, and everybody wanted to know. Who the black boy was behind the bob, and then just the phones haven't stopped ringing. Oh, then. I did
0: not even know that. I love, see, this is why I love this podcast because I get all the real juice. People don't know the stories <laughs> behind yeah. it, they just see the final looks. But here, there are some real stories behind it, and I love that. It's amazing. Yeah. I can't believe you didn't know that, to hear. You know what? Yeah. I knew, well, I met you once before. Um, you probably don't even remember this, but through Kalina. Okay. You, she you went in, It was in L.A. during the BET Awards. And wow. she told me then that you used to dance and you, you were a hairstylist. And, but it was like a very quick kind of meeting. Like, I was doing PR for her at the time. So I was kind of in my little corner working uh-huh. and y'all were chatting and whatnot. So I kind of knew that. But you know what I didn't know about you working with black as a dancer because yeah. I have an interesting story so and I and I can't say too much because I'll get emotional but when I was 12 that's when I first met Natina in Naisha. Uh, because my, my my dad used to date their mom wow yep Wow. So my dad was, like, recently divorced. And then Tamra, you know, was a single mom. And they met. And we used to roll tight for some years as adolescents. And I was there before Black even happened when she was going to rehearsals, you know, and talking to Left Eye and writing songs in the house and doing her ab crunch routine every morning and night. And we were just wilding out as kids. So it's just crazy the connections that people have. It's really crazy. Wow. So he-
1: here. That is crazy. Yes. I was, wow. Yes. That is, <laughs> that is crazy. And to just know now that, you know, we've lost Lisa, Left Eye, we've lost Matina. you know, and, and, and God willing, me and you are still here. And, and just through that connection, it's just, it, it, it means so much more to me that you're in my life and you support me and I support you and the bond that we're building with each other. It's just is just that much more meaningful to me, and,
0: and um, I appreciate you. For Same that. here. It makes me feel like they're up there connecting those dots. Like we have to get them together. We're going to connect them, and you know their de- their spirits are alive and well. So this yeah, definitely yeah. means a lot. Well, you know, I don't want to put a damper on things, but that was a nice moment. I had to share. As soon as you said black, I was like, my mouth dropped. So I had to share. And This is what the podcast is about, giving you the real information and not to um, tease too much, but... All of this knowledge that you're sharing, there's so much more that comes with it. And you have your Living Beyond the Brush seminars that will be launching soon in different cities. And people yeah. can actually have a chance to have intimate interaction with you and to really learn some true skills about getting on your level, basically. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> what, I mean, how? what other way can we say it? And so I definitely want to... Um, give you a chance to even talk a little bit about that but to also just tell people please if you follow larry larry jara sims j-a-r-a-h sims on instagram i mean you'll, you'll see his photos and us shouting him out and talking on instagram all the time so you'll be able to find him but follow living beyond the brush on instagram as well because education is key and you don't grow if you don't learn and people look from a distance and say I want to be that I want to be there but you have to invest in yourself and I think that the fact that you're taking the time out of your extremely busy schedule to pour into people that have that desire to get where you are it's just it speaks volumes and I want people to know the importance of that and supporting this yeah
1: thank you I appreciate that so Living Beyond the Brush became an idea of mine. It's actually been on my spirit for a while because a lot of people have Instagram DM'd me or have sent me messages in Facebook or have found my email address and have emailed me personally and have wanted advice as to what they should do, what moves they should make, how they should get to, um, what steps they should take in terms of getting to where I am or some of my peers are that they're doing some really amazing things in their careers. And I said, okay, well, it's time for me to go to the people. I have to take the time to, because, you know, it's a part of my heart is super philanthropic. And, you know, I really want to be able to just give back to people after doing invite only Cabo, um, on Bravo. People were like, how did you get a TV show? Um, uh, you know, how do I pitch TV shows? How do I create opportunities for myself outside of just being in the salon? And, so, I, I partnered up with um, Monica Payne, a good friend of mine. I ran my ideas by her. She helped me put it together. And we came up with really a solid platform for people to be able to tap into so that they can be privy to the information. I wish something like this was available for myself when I was sort of, you know, um, building my way and finding my way and, and, and sort of like. Figuring, my, my, figuring out which steps I should take in terms of my journey. And it's, it's a jam-packed five hours that we're offering to people. And we made it super affordable. It's not a get-rich sort of scheme or, or, or plan. And I know that there are a lot of seminars out there and I could have done easily how to lay a lace front down or how to you know do so many things that are out there, which are great classes and seminars, by the way. Some of my great friends Um, Like Kellan Derrick, who's a master at land lace down, um, has amazing classes. And Mario, who does Kim Kardashian's makeup, he has great classes and tutorials about how to create that perfect makeup look. But I really wanted to provide something beyond that, which is the information. And information is power. It's really the gateway to so many opportunities that you can creatively think for yourself and think of yourself. I'm basically just talking about my journey and how I got to where I am, and I'm giving informative tips in terms of, you know, what other people can do and take to um, also get themselves out of situations that they're not completely happy with. I'm so proud of the fact that the cut life is a part of it. Yeah. (laughs) Right. I'm proud of the fact that we get to have you come and drop some knowledge and some gems on people in, in, in terms of talking to them about how to use their social... Social media to their advantage, and how to position themselves to win and and to look um, professional and dope in terms of showcasing their work on social media. There are power. There's power in all of those things um, that that you're going to be giving those people as well. We got V. Bozeman who sang in Empire and acted in African Empire. is an amazing artist. You know, I'm going to be doing you know just cuts on her just as, as, as examples of you know, what I've been able to create on Red Carpet Moments. We're we're sponsored by Smooth and Shine. Um, We have goody gift bags. We have um, all kinds of stuff that we're offering. So, you know, before I, like, start yapping off at the mouth too long about it, everybody can go to, like you said, www.livingbeyondthebrush.com. Follow me on Instagram at Larry Gerah Sims, L A R R Y G Oh I was mispronouncing
0: it. Okay, Jerah. Okay. Let me get Mike. that right, Larry Jira. Sims. Larry
1: since i know my mama would be like it's
0: Gerard. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what i i feel like i'm gonna meet your mom one day and i don't want to mess it real. up so i'm glad you're correcting me now so i can be like i'm a real friend mama okay uh, no, larry Gerard, not- okay i got that's you <laughs> my whole family
1: they don't even call me larry it's Gerard. that's what it is so i love um, that yeah so it is you know and i really hope that people find the value in it and and i really hope that people take advantage of the opportunity to um, have the access that we're offering and to get the information that we're giving them so you know and to is.
0: also note that it's not limited to hairstylists only it may Absolutely. be catered to but this information is beneficial to any creative entrepreneur entrepreneur um, yeah. person working in business that you have a side business you're trying to get going you can get yeah. use this information to help you so don't think that it's only for the hair people it's not it's open to anyone who wants to level up so please exactly. sign up exactly
1: exactly I, I talk about how I you know went from being a dancer to doing what I do now and that transition happened from my 20s into my early 30s so You know, you're never too old. It's never too late. And it was a scary thing for me to do. It's always scary whenever you live on faith. Well, I don't want to say it's scary when you live on faith because that faith that you have in your spirit kind of smashes that lie called fear. Right. You know what I mean? But you have to get over the fear to get to the faith. And then the faith takes you to your destiny, which is what you're going to experience in terms of coming to the seminar.
0: Come on, message. (laughs) I love it. I think that is a great place to stop because we can't give them all of the jewels. They need to sign up so they can get everything. And, you know, from Larry's spirit and my spirit... I know we're the giving kind. So if you sign up for this, you're going to get way more than what's listed, you know, with the tickets, you're going to get so much more and walk away really inspired. And just thank you so much, Larry Jara uh, for joining us. <laughs> I'm going to cool, like, Jira. I'm going to just get all into that. Cause I'm loving it right now. I feel like that could be a product line or something. I don't know. I just, I just like Jira. that. We're, we're going to play with that. We're going to figure that one out. Yeah. I mean, I saw them under, um, in your comments, um, like, is that wig for sale when you were doing the hair on Sanaa? <laughs> and I'm oh, like, no. I'm oh, like, no. Hey, maybe, maybe one day it will be possibly. Maybe, it, maybe
1: one day it will be. I have so many things that I'm working on. We got a hat line that we were working on. We got, um, a, a, a hair extension line that Gabrielle and I are working on. Um, we got more TV projects in the making. We have a book in the making, um, you know, some potential, um, and I don't want to speak too much on it, but definitely a salon venture is happening as well. So, you know, it, it, there's a lot more to come from the Larry Sims project.
0: For sure. I love it. Now I'm so excited and I'm just glad that the cut life can be a small part of it. And I know this it's relationship honor, will be long term forever and ever. I'm like Cardi B forever, Larry. But I'm yeah, we, we're, we're in it now. Yes. What's we doing? are all the way in, but thank you so yeah. much for joining us. Be safe in that rainy LA weather. <laughs> it thank sounds like an so oxymoron. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. We'll talk it. soon. All right. All right. Bye, sexy. I'll see you later. Bye, love. Bye. Thank you for joining the Cut Life Podcast. Make sure you visit us on our website, LiveTheCutLife.com. You can listen to episodes there on our SoundCloud and our iTunes. Just search the Cut Life Podcast. We are talking to all of your favorite celebrity hairstylists, and they are dropping the knowledge, the gems, the jewels, all of that good stuff. Um, We have some events coming up in August, It's crazy. You might just have to check my Instagram at Tahira Joy because March, the end of March and April, I am all over the place working with Smooth and Shine, working with a ton of other brands. So just stay in the loop, TahiraJoy.com and I mean, yeah, TahiraJoy.com and at TahiraJoy on Instagram. Follow my boy, my producer, my friend, my buddy since college, Big Med, B-I-G-M-E-D on Instagram. And we will talk to you next time. Love ya.